Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. All right, guys, I'm super excited today because we have a long overdue guest, my friend, Michelle. We have been friends for years and years, and we've worked on different projects over the years. And I'm just so shocked that we haven't had her sooner because she is amazing and she has so much great knowledge. So I'm going to have Michelle introduce herself a little bit to you guys before we get started. So Michelle, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. I'm a business and brand strategist, and I help busy moms develop clear brand messages and efficient marketing systems. We love systems so that they can better grow the business they feel called to create. So what does that mean? I'll tell you. (laughs) That feels like a lot. So I run a marketing agency where we help influencers and creatives. We do their um, blogging, Pinterest, email marketing, and social media strategy, and then we actually will do it for them. And that, but that's kind of one arm. And then I have my education arm where I just help teach and educate mostly women in business, how to get online and to not waste time and to make money. See, why haven't we had her sooner? She literally <laughs> is the exact fit for this audience, for this podcast. And that's why we're such good friends is because we are kind of very similar in a lot of ways. And we have the same kind of mission of empowering women in business and helping them out. And so I'm really excited to have Michelle here because I had someone request, actually multiple people request to do a podcast episode on the Instagram updates that have come out and how to optimize them. And instantly my mind went to Michelle because Michelle is, this is a hundred percent what she's doing right now is helping women and you know, men, some men too, I'm sure, but helping women in business navigate all the Instagram changes, how to do reels, what's good about reels, why you to do reels. And I know I, I kind of jumped the gun by start starting to talk about reels, but that's one of the big Instagram updates that's here. And she is going to tell us all about it. So before that, how has Instagram changed in the last year? Like what are the big changes that you've seen from a year ago to now? Yeah, it's a little bit crazy because it was almost a year ago exactly that Instagram released Reels and Reels are the 30, now they're 60 second videos that are, they were in competition with TikTok, right? Because TikTok's exploding. And so a year ago they did that. And then back in, I don't know, the spring Instagram said, came out and said, Instagram is no longer only a photo sharing app. And so they were saying, we are going to push video. And so that happened. I mean, there's been so many changes and let's just talk a little bit about the importance of reels for a second, why I want you to do them. And I know like, you're like, but I don't want to dance and I don't want to point. And that's totally fine. You can figure out your own strategy, your own brand of how to use reels. But the reason why reels are so important is because Instagram also came out and said that there are three different algorithms on Instagram. There's the algorithm, the feed and story algorithm. And so the main difference there is that people have to follow you to see your stories or your feed, right? Okay. That's the main difference. The other, but, and then we have the explore page, which can be tricky to get on. And then we have the real algorithm and the reels algorithm is different because Instagram is saying, is looking at your account and the content that you create and saying, okay, Kylie Ann creates really good business education content. And I have Susan over here who loves business education content, but maybe doesn't follow her. So I'm going to put Kylie Ann's reels in front of Susan, even though they don't follow 
she doesn't follow Kylie Ann. And so you just have this such an increased capacity to grow when you use Reels because it's borrowing the TikTok algorithm and just putting what they're trying to learn, what you want and what you, what content you create and what other people want to watch. And then they're trying to match them and you don't have to follow each other. And so that is really why the power of Reels is like such a big deal right now, because this hasn't happened with Instagram ever, right? Where you, you usually had to follow people and then you'd had to like go down the rabbit hole of like, well, this person shared this. And so now you follow each other. No, Instagram is trying to match make. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> it really is incredible. Like technology that we have now that they can do that. Like I can literally be talking about something and then get on reels. And it's like, Oh, now I'm on, you know, on TikTok they call it, um, whatever the trend is TikTok. Um, I'm on Catchboy TikTok or I'm on whatever TikTok. And that's same with reels. I'm on business TikTok. I'm on Christian tic- or Christian reels. I'm on business reels. Yeah. And it's amazing. And what's so cool about it too, is like my story views maybe get like 2000, 2,500 on a good day. My worst reels get double that in views. So it's so cool because like for the first time ever you can get, it's like Pinterest, you can get views on stuff without having the followers, without having content database and all that. And in addition to that, like I have been on Instagram since it started and I've never been viral ever. Since reels have come out, I've been viral multiple times. It's like gives us finally an opportunity to like get out there and reach new people better than ever before. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really amazing. And it's an opportunity for us as business owners, especially because it is relatively new. I mean, it's so funny. It my husband and my mother-in-law both last week said, I'm addicted to reels. <laughs> I love <laughs> and it. And it took them, it took them a whole year to get there. And so it's really a new, it's still very new. And because of that, we as content creators and business owners, we have an opportunity to kind of take the lead here and not be scared and um, try reels out and see what it can do for our business. I love it so much. So what would you say to a woman in business? That's like kind of scared of reels. What do they do first? Like what's the first thing they should do on reels or like get over that hump of like, I'm scared to do this. This is too hard. What would they do first? Maybe what you do is you start watching reels a little bit more, you know, and start like really digesting them, like, you know, thinking about them and seeing which ones that you gravitate to. So if there's a certain type that really bug you, don't do that. You know, you don't have to incorporate, uh, you know, you need to stay on, on brand no matter what. So start viewing these rails and then save them. So you can save rails and then you can use their sounds. That's what's really easy to do, right? Is that you can use each other's sounds and then just kind of get an idea of what kind of content you want to create and then try it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just try it. No, that's great. Out there. <laughs> I feel like gonna- once I started saving things and that's really when my creativity starts. Cause I'm like, naturally, I don't feel like I'm a naturally creative person. There's so many people on there that I'm like, Oh my gosh, people are so funny or people are so creative. I'm like, how are they coming up with this stuff? But as I'm watching and consuming them and saving them, I'm like, Oh, I could do this for my business in this way, or I could do it for my family in this way. And it, that really is a powerful tip right there. Yeah. And one of the things that like you brought up is that like you take a sound and then you apply it to your business. So right now, 
and who knows like how this is going to change. But I mean, this is what's happening on TikTok where you have trending sounds, right? So these are sounds that they're trending because a lot of people are using them. And so Instagram is pushing them out more, these sounds. Okay. So it is a good idea to hop on a trend better to hop on earlier in the middle, you know, but whatever, hop on a trend. <laughs> and so what that means is, so when you post a reel, let's say that you've seen a reel, let's see the bougie, like Applebee's, you know, that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you see a reel like that, you can go to the very bottom and you can see the sound across the bottom. You can click on it, you can save it, or you can use it. So try to come up with something that is applicable to your business and your audience using that sound. So you take someone's reel that they've already done, use the sound, but then apply it to your business. I feel like you did, didn't you do this recently? Yeah, I did. Um, the, what's the one that's like the, um, sun goes down. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Down, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Who's that by? I can't remember. Brooks and Dunn. Brooks and yes, Dunn, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> Um, and that was fun because we did the dance without any like idea of what we were going to do with it. We're, my sister was over for a snow day. We were like, oh, let's do this sound. It would be cute to do together. So we did it. And then the next day I was like, oh, I could totally use this reel to talk about the podcast I did this week. And it just fit perfectly with the words. So that's, what's really cool about reels is you can film them all without even knowing what you're going to put on them and have them in drafts. And then when something comes up, that's like, you would make a post about normally, or you would do a story about see if it fits with what you already have recorded, because it usually does. Like you you can usually make a lot of things work. And my sister did the same thing. She went into my front room and did like a pointing one. And she's like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. And then two days later, she had a reel out and she's like, Oh, I figured it out. So really you don't have to have the full idea done. When you start filming, you can just do the turning sound. And then think about it. Like, what do I need to talk about this week? And then put it all together later. Yeah, because you're doing exactly like you're using the trend, which I recommend like being on trend and then you're applying it directly to your business and your content, right? Because you want to make sure that you're not like, you know, copying people, but also you want to make sure you're serving your audience and that it's something either educational or funny or something entertaining for them to watch. And let me just say this. If you are saving all of these reels to drafts, will you just know if you update your phone, you will lose all your drafts, not update your Instagram. If you update the app, you're going to lose all those drafts. So I put them in drafts, but then save them to your phone just so you have them. That's such a good tip because yeah, I remember in the beginning, a lot of people lost their drafts and we're so upset about that. So I always save them and it's good to save them without, before you put the words on them too, in case you want to repurpose it or you want to put it onto TikTok or reuse it somewhere else and use TikTok's fonts and whatever, because you really kind of want to keep the app that you're using. Like it reels use the fonts from Instagram, TikTok use the fonts from TikTok. And I'm not always, I haven't kind of really delved into TikTok, but I have all these saved things so that I, when I'm ready, it's there and it's already just like neutral playing field for that. It's a great idea. Do you, do you use TikTok at all? Um, I just started posting on there this like last week. So, but the, the thing about TikTok is if you spend any time there as a business owner, you're going to start seeing the trends first because they originate on TikTok, TikTok, and then they cut, and then the trend comes over to Instagram. So you can be some, you know, you can kind of be ahead of the game if you spend any time there. I mean, we can talk a whole lot about TikTok in different yes. time. 
Yes. 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 I'm just curious if you repurposed over there. So that's, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm working up towards it. I love consuming TikTok. I'm not going to lie. It's really funny and really fun, but I'm scared of it a little bit. So I'm just sticking to reels right now and getting ahead on that. So how much would you say someone should post on reels or on Instagram in general right now? I would just be really smart about, because, you know, it just depends on who you are. I think everyone, you know, I hear some gurus say that you have to post like two or three times a day. And like, for me, that doesn't work. Actually, if I post three times, like all of my content takes. (laughs) And so I will post me personally, I post one or two times a day, but it kind of depends on what your content is, because I want you to think about like, how can I best serve my audience? Um, there's all of this information out there about like when to post and, you know, you have to post at like two in the morning and, and then this information about like, you need to post this many times or use this many hashtags and it's overwhelming and it's also paralyzing. And I think it's stopping a lot of people from just using the app, getting to know their audience and seeing what they like. That's actually why I love Instagram so much is it's because I can get real-time feedback from my audience. Like, what are they digging right now? What information do they need from me? And so instead of like being afraid that I'm not doing it right, just like use it for what it is, you know, and, and try to make it fit for you. So back to your question, I try to post like five to six times a week and it could be more. It could be at least five to six. (laughs) And then sometimes I'll add, I usually do a post in the morning and then add a reel at night if I do it. Nice. Uh, How many reels are you doing a week? I will do between two and four. That's just what I'm going to do. (laughs) I was trying to do, I've tried so many times to do the 30 and 30, and then I get stuck after like four days and then I like stop for a couple of weeks. So I think that's, what's hard about my personality is like, I'm like sometimes all or nothing. Like, and so I like that two to four, I feel like it's such more attainable. Like this week I filmed two just like randomly, like while I'm just sitting there, like, and they were so much easier than when I'm trying to batch 30 for the whole month. So I like that. I like that. So are all of your reels about your business or towards your target audience, or do you do some like fun, funny ones that are on trend, some family ones, like, or do you just focus reels on your education? So I really just try because, well, my family is less a part, like your family is really a part of your brand, like a bigger Mm -hmm. part. And mine is to like a lesser degree. So I don't do a ton of like family reels, but that's just because it's not consistent with my brand. Not that I I don't know, just, I usually don't. (laughs) And so it really just depends on what your brand is and what you've decided to include into your brand. So a lot of mine will be, I mean, most of mine are directed specifically to business owners, like women business owners. And so either they could be funny and stuff that they only, they will get, and they will think it's funny or it's educational. So that's, that's just my strategy, but that's kind of, but that's also who I am too. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And so the key there is to just, what is your brand? Who are you speaking to? And making sure you're, you're hitting those. And I like the mix of like, this is funny and relatable versus education. Like here's a list of what to do. And that's what I've tried to do when I'm organizing my ideas is like funny, relatable education, funny, relatable education, because it can get too education or too just like fluffy. And so having both of those is really good. 
And they're going to reach two different audiences, which is what I want, right? Like you want to reach different aspects of your audience, especially like reels are for growth, right? Because, you know, you're putting your content out there and hopefully more people see it that don't follow you. And so you want to think of like, who do I want to follow me? Who are those people who don't follow me, but I want them to follow me? What are they thinking about? What do they need right now? And then what will my current audience, what will they like and what will they share? Because we want to know that too. Sometimes being a mom and running a successful business seems impossible, but it doesn't have to be. I've been running a business while raising my family for nearly nine years, and I've learned some life hacks along the way. Take my free training to find out five mind-blowing systems I use to balance this crazy mom boss gig. You can find the link in the show notes below. So how has your business changed since Reels has been launched? I think it's changed a lot. I suddenly... (laughs) I mean, like internally, one of the things that changes, um, I was, I was like one of the first that posted about reels in a tutorial and it's Mm -hmm. completely changed. I was like, oh, I'm like in it about knowing everything that's going on with Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. Now you have to be on it because you're the reels master. You claimed yourself (laughs) as that. His self-proclaimed, but it's actually been really interesting because it's changed how I learn about Instagram and social media and then how I help other people apply it because we can see followers, we can see likes, we can see views. Um, we focus a lot about, uh, growth there and we don't focus very much of our time on how do those followers become paying clients, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think it's, there's also one of my other pet peeves is there's so many people yelling different things to do on Instagram And I really want people Mm -hmm. to know like, what is actually happening? What is Instagram actually said? We have primary sources we can go to. (laughs) Instagram is actually trying to be a lot more transparent about what's going on behind the scenes. So you can follow Adam Mosseri, who is the head of, of Instagram. And then Instagram has an account on Instagram called creators. So those two accounts I would follow because they're the ones who are coming out with like They said, you know, we only want you to use eight to 15. I mean, no, three to five hashtags, something crazy. It's all this, all the hashtags anyway, but they come out and they are actually being more transparent about how Instagram works. And then what you're seeing is people will take that information and then they are applying it and teaching it. And sometimes it's conjecture. Like sometimes it's just what someone thinks is happening. (laughs) And sometimes it's true, but I want people to really understand how Instagram works so that we can use it as a tool and not just as a time suck. Yes. I love that. And I, that's why I do love you as an educator in Instagram, because I agree with this, the, the yelling and they're like, do this and do this and do this. And the way I've always taught Instagram, like, I feel like the principles from five years ago can still apply to apply today because I don't talk about Instagram's rules. I talk about what do your followers want from you? How can you serve your followers? And the things like basic things, like having a call to action and being consistent, all of that still applies where the rules have changed a million times. And we focus on, when we focus on just the basics of a good marketing strategy that stays consistent. And you're the same about that, of just, of just staying with the principles instead of all the stupid rules that just (laughs) change all the time. Right. Yeah. And Instagram isn't consistent, you know? And so, yes. So it's just, it's, and Instagram for the last, I mean, years and years has, has not been transparent about what's going on in the algorithm. Mm -hmm. Like it's kind of a big deal that they're saying, 
you know, that here are the three algorithms and this is what each is involved in each of them. Like, that's a big deal. And it's good to know, like, I think it's good to know what Instagram is saying, but if you have, like, you are so good at connecting with your audience, you know, you're so good at that. That doesn't matter. Like, it really doesn't matter what happens on Instagram because you have built that trust and connection with them. And that's, that's what we're here for. Yes. And that's really like, I have the last six weeks I've like just last week, I was kind of beating myself up like, Oh my gosh, I haven't been super consistent. I've always been consistent on Instagram. I've always, whatever. And then I thought about, I'm like, you know what? Like, even though there were weeks where I didn't do a reel, I didn't do a post. My audience was connected to me through the whole process. And I think that's the key is just keeping that connection and that authenticity of like what you're going through, who you are. Like there can be weeks where you don't post, but don't drop off the face of the earth. Like be real. Like, even if it's not about business, let people kind of see like what's going on. So that no, like, and trust factor stays with you even through the times when you really can't focus on your business. Yeah. And also this is my other tip is Instagram can't be the finish line, right? Like Instagram needs to be, you need to get people on your email list. You need to have a Mm -hmm. podcast. Like you need to have other ways that you're serving your audience. Otherwise, I mean, anyone remember how it shut down for seven hours and all of my like influencer clients are like, Oh wait, maybe I do need that email list that you've been telling me. But like, it cannot be the finish line. We have to make it a part of our marketing strategy, not our whole thing. Yeah. For me, it's where I can connect, but it's not where I sell. It's not where I make the money. It's like, it's just where I connect on a personal level with people. And then, you know, all the good, the good stuff is on my own platforms where they can still connect with me when Instagram shuts down, when Facebook shuts down, that was crazy. That was a long shutdown. I was like, maybe it won't come back. That would be kind of nice. I, might be nice for a little bit to have a break. <laughs> but just yeah. And Instagram. yeah, I know it is a great tool, but you're going to see some changes because there's a lot of things socially going on with, um, I mean, they, I don't, if you listen to the wall street journal, um, they did the Facebook files. I don't know if you mm-hmm. listen to oh, that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's a whistleblower in Facebook who came and did this whole thing with, about with the wall street journal and just internal documents that were saying they know stuff that they're not telling. And anyway, it's a whole thing. And what's going to happen is that this social media thing hasn't ever happened in ever. Right. And Mm -hmm. it kind of came on suddenly. And now we're at a point where we're looking at social media and trying to figure out what place it has in our society as a whole. And that is going to be an interesting discussion, but, but (laughs) I'm not predicting the demise of social media, but you need to just make sure that you have other tools that you're using to connect with your audience because social media will always change. Will always Mm -hmm. change. Mm -hmm. Amen. And I always think back to the days where when I started my business, it was on Facebook and Facebook was everything. And it was really easy to grow like your likes over there and to get people engaging over there. As soon as Instagram came in, I'm getting two likes on my Facebook posts. You know, like, is it even worth having a Facebook? Like, yeah, just cause it's whatever. It's easy to just post over there, but like really it went to pot and that's going to happen again and again, if we're not changing with what's going on and having like a solid system on our back end. That's not, cause this, this is just the storefront. Like mm-hmm. what's like, this is the, not even, yeah, the front of the store, not even when you open the doors, this is the very, very front. So what's inside your store, your email list, your website, your blog, like all the different things that, um, will stay there. Um, even when 
you know, the storefront gets this. I don't know. I feel like I should finish this analogy. A storm, <laughs> something. I don't know. There's a storm and it closes There's down. There's a storm for a and it closes the front. You know, <laughs> no you one can go back. in. Or like COVID shuts down your store, your front, yeah. and then you have to start shipping out the back and do online orders. You know how people, so many people shifted their their yeah. in-person physical store to an online store. Like, so what's behind the doors? It can't just be the front. You can't just focus on that. Yeah. So. Yeah. And Instagram is worth investing in. I mean, like investing your time in, they are making huge changes internally. And one of my biggest ones that I'm seeing right now is that, and they have not explicitly said this. So let me just be clear on this. Um, And I'll tell you the signs that I'm seeing, but they're becoming much more of a search engine. That's where they're headed. So now when you go to search, you can search for not just hashtags or users or whatever, but you could put a general search term in there. And then when Instagram said they want you to put the hashtags in the caption, to me, that is a sign that they are using your caption for keywords to know exactly what your content is about. So this is just, this is Michelle telling you prophesying. So if you start putting keywords in your caption, and then there is a way that you can put alt text in your, Mm, on your photo. Yes, you can add alt text. And anyway, so Instagram is going to become more of a search engine because they aren't right now. Like it's hard to find things. It's hard to, you know, Mm -hmm. it's hard to find things. It's so hard. It's so hard, but they're moving that way. And those are my signs is they, they added alt text. They are asking you to put the stuff in the caption and the search engine, um, feature is completely changing where you can like search up like dog grooming or something. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's going to be like SEO. You're going to have to learn SEO for Instagram. Okay. I know. I like that. That's, that's you know what? I really like that because over on TikTok, if there's like a video that I watched one time and I want to tell my sister about it, I can go over there and type in one little word, like a dumb word. And it will not even, not just pull up that trend, but like all the ones I watched after that about that thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's here. It's so easy. She wanted to know about this trend. She didn't know. And I found the video and all the videos about it. And I'm like, that was so easy. So I really do like, I hope that it it does become a little bit like TikTok in that way, because if you watch something or saw something one time and you forgot it, you're never finding it again on Instagram right now. And so it would be nice to be able to have that ability to search. And it'd be nice for people who do know how to optimize with, Mm -hmm. with keywords and stuff, because we know that we, we know, like, this is what we both teach with our blogging and with keywords and with Pinterest doing that same stuff over on Instagram is going to be super beneficial for all of us who, who take the time to, to learn that stuff, because I feel like that's what we do on all the other platforms. I know we just gotta, (laughs) yeah, I know. I know Kyliana and I are like, blog it out. Yes. (laughs) Yes. These these girls all know too. They listen, they're good. They're good. Okay. So what would your final like advice to be to someone to maximize the Instagram updates? Uh, I would just use reels as one. The other, the other thing, if you're kind of feeling nervous about reels is to use carousel posts, which are the ones with their more than one picture that you can swipe through. These are like mini blog posts almost, you know, and they're jam packed full of information. These are the ones where these posts, I get the most saves and shares are on my carousel posts. And because they're so full of information. So do reels. But then if that makes you feel a little bit nervous, like start with some carousel posts that have like a lot of information because the whole goal of Instagram, I can't believe we haven't talked about this, but is to keep people on Instagram, right? Keep people on the app. 
And so if a carousel post that has, you know, you can swipe through is going to keep people on your post for like 10 times as long, literally, if you have 10, you know, images. Mm -hmm. And so it has so much information, people save and share. So Instagram pushes it out to more people. So I would definitely like start incorporating those two things. Um, don't be too scared of rails. This is pretty new for everyone. Like, even though it's been around a year, it's pretty new. So just don't be afraid to look like a fool. We all did. It's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine. You're in good company. <laughs> and if you're nervous, I do have a rock the reels challenge. If you guys want to take it, yes. you can, you can text Instagram to 951-309-7885. Just text the word Instagram 951-309-7885. And it's a five day challenge where I give you videos of how to like like technically how to do a reel. And then every day you get a new idea of what reel to create. I love that. We'll leave it in the show notes as well for you guys. So that'll be easy to, if you're driving right now, don't pull over, don't crash your car. <laughs> Two and 10. Two and 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Thank you so much for Michelle for all of this amazing information. I feel like it's going to get people refired up for sharing again on Instagram. I think it, a lot of people have hit blocks. And so hopefully this helps them feel motivated, feel excited, but where can people find you on Instagram? You can find me at, I am Michelle Gifford. Come hang out with me. We're doing all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and she's a great, I feel like she's a great person to go follow for ideas of like, oh, that's what she means by carousel. Oh, that's what she means by this type of reel. And I think just having someone to get inspired by is really important when it comes to the reels game. And she's definitely that person. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie M Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.